Hey, it's Big Joe for your trusted local independent American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning dealer, Absolute Comfort. Chris Wedekin is the owner, and he tells us why many homeowners are giving up their air conditioners for a high-efficiency heat pump. By removing your air conditioner and replacing it with a heat pump, you are not only saving by getting a higher-efficiency air conditioner, the heat pump works in reverse and saves you money in the wintertime as well. See if a heat pump is the right move for you by going to absolutecomfort.org. Absolute Comfort is your trusted local independent American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning dealer. Good morning. It is Wednesday, February 22nd. It is four minutes after 11, and you're listening to Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. So, Rob, we started off the show at 9 o'clock with you saying you had a major announcement coming before the show's over. You've got one hour. Uh, Well, I appreciate you telling me how to do my job. Mm -hmm. Um, Yes, at some (laughs) point in this hour, I will reveal not only the sex of my baby, Mm -hmm. but what the baby's name is and the meaning behind it. Also coming up later this hour, we're going to speak with Denny Smith. We're going to have a home and garden show with Kendall and Casey. He's going to get us ready. It's almost planting season. That's right. And I know nothing about planting. Mm -hmm. You know who plants in my house, Casey? No one? Well, my neighbor. Yes, my neighbor. Yes. Your dad. Yes. Hey, you better fix those uh, whatevers. Yeah, you better come over and do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm going to learn something. Okay, well, we've been hearing a lot about uh, people complaining about Joe Biden being over in Europe and sending all sorts of money to Ukraine and being very concerned about the border over there and neglecting the border here. And the next border crisis could very well be Canada. That's interesting. The southern border, not the only thing uh, people are concerned about. So far this fiscal year of 23, which began in October, over 55,000 migrants have been encountered at the northern border. And if that trend continues, the northern border will experience a record number of encounters this year. But Greg Abbott, the governor of Texas, he had himself a little round table the other day and he was discussing with state officials and law enforcement what's going on in the southern border and Texas's ongoing strategy to secure the Texas-Mexico border. There is no leadership in this country as it relates to policies that defend, protect, and promote the idea of being an American, right? And that is really what immigration policy actually is. In one of the original debates when Trump was running for president the first time, so this was either late 2015, early 2016, he said something about immigration because that was when people were held up on the wall and blah, blah, blah. And it is so true. Either we have a country or we don't. And he was saying that in relation to the border itself, right? Mm -hmm. Because countries are defined by borders. And the statement is still true today. Either we have a country or we don't. And if we have a country and countries are defined by borders, then defending those borders Mm -hmm. and making being an American mean something should be a priority of every single administration, be they Democrat, Republican, independent, libertarian, whatever. Joe Biden has made very clear by year in and year out his unwillingness to establish and secure the border. He has made it very clear that meaning that it means nothing to him to be an American. There is no more idea of American exceptionalism. It means nothing to go through the process of being an American in this country and assimilating into this nation. And it sucks because America is the greatest idea ever conceived by man. And at least, thankfully, 
and it's it's an overwhelming burden, and individual states cannot do it alone. But at least, thankfully, Greg Abbott, the governor of Texas, is willing to try to do something to say, hey, it still means something to be an American. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Abbott is starting his third term, and he called on lawmakers to deliver another $4 billion in border security spending. And he also wants a mandatory 10-year sentence for migrant trafficking convictions and an end to all of the pandemic-era restrictions in Texas. But during this roundtable, he was discussing that Texas is building a border wall. On top of all that, Texas is the only state in the history of the United States of America that it has ever built its own border wall. We have been in the process over the past year of acquiring rights on land owned by private landowners uh, that will allow us to accelerate the process of building the border wall over this coming year. There is a possibility, uh, depending upon how the construction process works, where by the end of this calendar year, Texas as a state may have added more border wall uh, than the Trump administration did uh, for the United States of America during his uh, four years in office. Okay, so a lot of people are asking if he's going to run for president like two of his predecessors did in Texas. And so far, he has just deflected those questions. Well, it's interesting if you're if you're Greg Abbott, right? Because you're the you are the governor of the largest Republican state in the union. Mm-hmm. So by default, you would think, wow, you've been a pretty conservative governor in the largest Republican state in the union for multiple years now. Greg Abbott's an incredible story. He was paralyzed. You know, the life he has led since that is is very, very interesting. And yet because there is so much oxygen being sucked out by Trump and by DeSantis, there really isn't a pathway for you to maneuver towards the front of the line. He was also warning immigrants not to come to Texas. He said, he was talking tough, hey, if you're gonna come to Texas, you're picking the wrong state. From January to February, and we have information about uh, people who are in Central America right now making their way uh, toward the border. And we are working on strategies to make sure that Texas is going to be prepared. To the extent that any of this information gets beyond our borders, we're sending a message today. And that is, if you're coming toward the United States of America and you are thinking about crossing our border and you're thinking about making your border crossing in the state of Texas, you're picking the wrong state to enter into or to try to enter into. Because we're going to do everything we can to keep you out of our border, to keep you out of our country. He went on to say that Joe Biden is to blame for the high number of migrants coming into the U.S. illegally. And you had mentioned, okay, there's there's a lot of hot air, and how much space is there for someone like Abbott to run when you've got DeSantis, who's dealing with the same border issues that he is, and... So Abbott went on to outline, this is the difference, and I thought this was really fascinating because he lays out the four or five points. This is the difference between Trump being in charge and Biden being in charge in regards to immigration and the border. Uh, Let me just start out by making a point that too many people forget, and I insist that you never forget. Three years ago, three years ago, we had the lowest number of border crossings in decades. And there was a reason why we had such a low number of border crossings three years ago. 
is because we had a president who had implemented four very simple policies that led to that dramatic decrease in Ill illegal border crossings. One is to uh, end catch and release. Another is to implement Title 42. Another is to implement uh, the Remain in Mexico policy. And the other is to build a border wall. And maybe you could add to that an attitude that if you want to come to, to the United States of America, come here legally, not illegally. And that's what we've been saying all along. Yeah. It's not the problem that they want to be here. Just do it legally. You know, we have a super fan, uh, one of our great listeners, Drake. Mm -hmm. And his wife, I believe, recently just became a, or her mother, or so, so maybe maybe his wife's mother, I think it was, just recently became a U.S. citizen. Mm -hmm. And he was, I remember him talking about the joy for him and the family because of the process and because they respect what it means to be an American. When you, it's like anything else in life, Casey, right? The reason I appreciate this job so much is because of the long and winding road I took, not only to be in this building, but then to get this job, right? Like I didn't just walk in right away and they said, okay, here's your nine to noon show. I was here for basically three years working the morning show when they needed a fill-in guy, doing my full-time producer job, working for Nigel when he takes one of his nine million days off. You know, <laughs> the, the, you know the, originally when Hammer and Nigel started as a night show, I was mm -hmm. a fill-in guy there too. And so you deeply appreciate things that you have to work for, whether it's sports or jobs or mm -hmm. you know whatever. If we just give away mm -hmm. being an American, mm -hmm. And we don't even know who we're giving it away to. I mean, that's what illegal immigration is. We're giving away what it means to be an American, and we don't even know who we're giving it to. Right. You don't appreciate the incredible things that this country is and has to offer and has always stood for. One of the things that's a big concern, obviously, with the border is all of the fentanyl that's coming in, and it is blanketing the nation. And use has risen 26% in Indiana just since the pandemic. But that is nothing compared to the amount of fentanyl that is out in the Pacific Coast. Use has increased by 900%. I mean, insert your holy crap emoji right here. A 900% increase in fentanyl use. And it is from the Atlantic to the Pacific. And it's just coming in because this border is wide open. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. And uh, today is Ash Wednesday. And it took a minute to curate, but we do have the list of oh. fish fries here in Indianapolis. Oh, great. It might be fun to... And we got a very interesting phone call. We just ran out of time because you were busy losing that debate that we had about Marjorie Taylor Greene. Um, <laughs> I think those that are keeping score would say, I won. Um, uh, but we, we did not get to the call, but a very passionate phone call about right, country, country music, music. Because we got into that big discussion yesterday about how much country music sucks. Uh. And uh, so I'd like to play that after we talk about Ash Wednesday. All right. It's Kennelly Casey. It's 93 WIBC. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Good morning, it is 
19 minutes after 11, you're listening to Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC and trending this hour. 23 states are under weather alerts for a massive winter storm here in Indiana. Let's see. Starting around noon today until 10 o'clock tonight. The winds are supposed to increase sometimes up to 40, possibly 50 miles per hour expected here in central Indiana. Also trending, a big suspicious ball was reported on the shores in Japan. They're calling it a large round object made mostly of iron, and it had a diameter of about four feet, and it was covered in rust. Oh, wow. And finally trending, Vivek... Ramaswamy. Oh, you got a thing for this guy. Well, you know what? It's not every day that somebody announces that they're running for president of mm-hmm. the United States. So mm-hmm. I thought it was worth mentioning. Why don't you? I mean, you, uh, you've got the twinkle. I see it. <laughs> I don't, I, so you have the I, don't sa- have, I don't have a thing for you him. You have the same look when you say that guy's name as you did Richard Gere the other day. It's the <laughs> same. Uh, I've been around women long enough, Casey, to know when mm-hmm. I see the look. And you you have seen that man's bank account, and that's why you have the look. <laughs> there you go. He's got a really large wallet. But he announced on Twitter that he was running for president, and then he went on Tucker Carlson's show on Fox and talked about it some more. And then he started releasing his fundraiser videos. Hey, guys, as you might have seen, I just announced my run for president on Tucker's show. That was a fun conversation, but we have hard work ahead of us. I have one ask for you tonight, okay? One dollar at Vivek2024.com. I need to get on the debate stage. And I think the thing we need to do in this country in 2023 is decide on the what. What does the conservative movement stand for? What does the GOP stand for? In 2024, we can decide the who. But if we decide the agenda, we get this right now, that's going to be good for the GOP. It's going to be good for the conservative movement. It is going to be good for this country. Okay, so Nikki Haley had her day. Uh-huh. He's getting his mm-hmm. couple hours, 12 13 hours. Yes, these people are doing this because they want to be on television and they have as much chance of being president as I do. And they're plotting the next job, whether it be at a television station of some sort or in an administration. Okay. It is uh, Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC 1121. Today is Ash Wednesday, kicking off the Lenten season. And right now at WIBC.com on the side piece, we have the comprehensive list of Indianapolis Mm -hmm. fish fries for Lent. Mm -hmm. So why don't Catholics eat meat on Fridays until Easter Sunday. The reason for this is meat is a symbol of Christ's death and resurrection. And it's a reminder that Jesus died on the cross for our sins and rose from the dead to give us eternal life. Okay. And so this is a time of So by default, repentance. The, the fish fry mm-hmm. becomes a necessity of sorts. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot. So uh, if you'd like to know where any of the fish fries are in Indianapolis, now keep in mind, we kept the scope small Mm -hmm. because there's a lot of them. Oh, yeah. So if, uh, you know, we missed one in Carmel or Zionsville or Beach Grove, wherever you're located, uh, you can always comment below in social media where you find this list and let us know and we can add it. But uh, this is the the work Casey puts into our our program. mm -hmm. Uh, You know, I think we should be invited to attend one of these fish fries, Rob and Casey. 
Casey and Kev will come mm-hmm. to your fish fry and uh, meet and greet, and uh, I think that'd be wonderful. Little Flower Catholic Church is having one, St. Monica Catholic Church, St. Luke Catholic Church, Holy Angels Church. You've got Holy Rosary Catholic Church, St. Rita Catholic Church, Christ the King Catholic Church, <laughs> and St. Barnabas Catholic Church. Excellent. I'm sure there are uh, plenty more. That's my school. Is that you? Yeah, is that St. where you Bar- went? St. Barnabas. Really? Well, theirs is Friday. Oh, this let's Friday, go. okay? Uh, Kev, you're like the local kid made good. Yeah, let's, let's roll on in. <laughs> Uno Gold should be playing at the event. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, prices and the uh, availability of everything and the different dates they're having their fish fries, it's all available right now at WIBC.com. Check it out. All right. Okay. So yesterday we got into a rather animated discussion mm-hmm. about how. Uh, well, just horrific country music is. And you two were Mm -hmm. totally on the country Mm -hmm. music train. And I pointed out that every country music song, there's two reasons I really don't like country music. Every song sounds almost exactly the same to me. Mm -hmm. And two, I'm a thinking man. And as a thinking (laughs) man, I need to be lyrically challenged by my music and almost... Every country music song it fits into a handful of genres. Somebody's girl did him wrong. Mm-hmm. Somebody loves the country. Mm-hmm. Uh, the re- the phrase red, white, and blue must occur- appear 39 uh, times. Yeah. Or um, somebody got in a down and out brawl at their <laughs> local saloon. I mean, yep. that's basically the three genre, the three areas of lyrical mm-hmm. containment in country they music. They do like to rhyme too yeah. mm-hmm. in their in their music. Like it's just I, most I, I, of it's very patriotic though i would think that would be right up your alley when i well it's fine i love patriotism but not if like every song is that right mm-hmm. and and i remember as a kid i had a friend who i would play at their house and her mom was super in had the country music television when that was a huge mm-hmm. deal right and she would have that thing on every time i was in the living room and even at like nine or ten years old i would be like Every one of these songs sounds the same. It's exactly the same. It's the same song. Um, uh, Somebody did call. They had a suggestion, so I'm going to give it a shot. Let's take a listen. Okay. Hey, tell Bob if he wants to have a country music that's a singer-songwriter. Go for Aaron Lewis, Am I the Only One? See what he thinks of that one. Hmm. Thanks a lot. This is Eric. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye. All right. I'm going to give this very valuable airtime. Well, I, you know, I love the audience and I, you know, it's just you're entitled to like bad music and well, <laughs> clearly so are you. Well, let's uh <laughs> proven daily. Let's um let's give it a let's give it a listen. Am I the only one willing to bleed? Take a bullet for being free. Yes. I just say uh, yesterday when I was defending country music. Yeah, uh-huh. go ahead, Kev. I was I wasn't defending that uh-huh. kind. Like yeah, I was defending uh-huh. like outlaw country music. Uh-huh. I think anything before like 1980 uh-huh. is good. Anything after that point is just 
pretty much garbage. No. Every song is exactly the same. You like Waylon and Willie, but nothing else. Now, huh? yeah, it's pretty much how I am. No. As how, I mean, did I nail that? You Was did. that spot on? <laughs> um, I will say, Casey, yeah. that in all my years, there is one country song oh. that I am indeed very. Very fond of. Garth Brooks, Friends in Low Places. And I'm just going to let Kev give it a fire here, and then I'll let you take it to break. When you think about me, do you think about 17? Do you think about my old jeans? Think about the stars in the sky. Funny how a melody sounds like a memory. Like a soundtrack to a July Saturday night. Here it comes. Man, what, what the hell was that? <laughs> that was a guy singing about Bruce Springsteen, huh? Okay, so Denny Smith is going to join us next, and we're going to be talking about getting prepped for spring planting season with 93 WIBC. Uh, Rob? Yes, Casey. Got a question for you. Great. I love questions. Super important one. Oh, I love important questions even better. Okay, how would you like to get a 6% bonus when you open up an investment account? Uh, I don't know, Casey. I'm not really into money. Of course I'd like to get a 6% bonus. <laughs> if you invest $100,000, you immediately get a $6,000 bonus. And you continue to get a 6% bonus on future contributions for the next five years. How did we do this? It isn't magic. We just opened up a Roth IRA with Bill Demery. Mm -hmm. And we love getting a 6% upfront bonus, but we also love that our investment growth is tax-free because you know how we hate taxes. <laughs> you got to check this out because there are even more benefits than we have time for here. To learn more, call Bill Demery, your retirement guy right here in Indy, 317-932-9912. That's 317-932-9912. 317-932-9912. Dreams you did that for Danny, didn't you? Yep. Chad and Jeremy. Good morning. It is 1133. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. So you can plant or harvest something from your garden almost all year, almost all year. Yeah. But there are two major planting periods. There's the spring and then there's the fall. Yeah. And we are just days away from the spring planting season. So let's get Denny Smith on the line. Yeah. I don't know crap about planting. You live in a palatial estate, but it goes straight up and there's not a lot of garden area to mm -hmm. it. So you don't know really anything about planting. So uh, let's bring a pro in. Uh, Denny Smith, host of the co-host of the Home and Garden Show, which you can hear Saturday mornings here on WIBC, joins us. Denny, before we get to the planting, is Chad and Jeremy, are they or are they not maybe the greatest duet of all times? They're pretty good. They're pretty good. But you don't have much of a sense of taste of music if you don't like Trish Yearwood, Garth Brooks, Toby, and Shania. Yeah. So I don't know if I, I, don't know if I could trust you in a garden at all. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, when is planting season? Is there like a, is there like a window when I should begin what to tell well it all depends on what we call the frost freeze and hard freeze windows when we start planting in the spring where you're usually safe from Mother's Day on if you're talking about certain types of plants you can get past the the frost time and, or the frost warnings, and probably plant towards the end of April. But right now, with all these wonderful days we've had in February, 
if you're a gardener, you just look at that and say, this is sucker bait. I'm not taking it. <laughs> you know, I'm not, I'm not going out there, you know? You know, I love, because Denny, uh, like, every, everybody in Indianapolis knows Denny Smith. He's mm-hmm. a universal mm-hmm. name. It's like the all-time beloved people in the city. And Denny was sending me, like, his resume. He was saying, I am a blah, 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 blah. He said, you're Denny Smith. Everybody knows you're Denny Smith. But what are you? You have some sort of doctoral award of some sort for gardening. <laughs> No, the, <laughs> the the Purdue Master Gardener uh, program, which is one of the best in the nation. Virginia comes close, but nobody can match what Purdue has done. It's a volunteer organization, and we commit to 40 hours of initial training. And I'm an advanced Master Gardener through the Purdue Master Gardener program. But the, I can't. If you ever want to be a gardener, I would encourage you, whether you're Marion County, Hamilton County, you know, wherever you are. Just do a Google search on Purdue Master Gardener. Sign up, take the program. I learned so much from them. I learned a lot from Dick Crom and Pat Sullivan, but I learned a whole lot more from Purdue. What does it mean to be a Master Gardener? It means that you uh, commit to 40 hours of initial training, and then you have, uh, beyond that, you have to do, I believe it's six hours uh, a year or 10 hours a year from that point on, which means you're dialing into Zoom meetings, you're going to mm-hmm. clinics, and you're learning about, you know, maybe you know, seed uh, issues or leafy uh, vegetable disease issues. And then you have to contribute. You have to volunteer your time for local gardens, uh, for the public, maybe weeding. Um, you know, you, you have to volunteer your time. So it's a volunteer organization, Casey. Wait, wait, wait. You, you volunteered. You doing any work in Brownsburg uh, this spring, Denny? Is any volunteerism well, taking place we, over we there? Can, but you see, there's a very fine line between helping a buddy <laughs> and, and helping the community. And so uh, we're sort of community focused. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you rascal. Is there is there like a, a preferred flower that gets planted in Indiana, say, more than the other flowers? Oh, that's interesting. Uh, the daylilies, uh, I I love daylilies. I don't like irises because I had a bad experience with a whole bunch of irises. Daylilies are. What does very that mean? Wait, 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 wait. What, what does that mean? You had a bad like like I had a bad experience the on first, a date one time. Okay, but I mean, it was you know. How do you do right, with a flower? You, all right, your first house. You've just moved into your first house. In my backyard, when Mackie and I moved in, we had irises in the backyard. And those suckers went everywhere. They're bearded irises, and they're the ugliest plant itself. Now, the flower was beautiful. The flower lasted about 30 days, and it was gone. Then I had to put up with this rubbish patch, and uh, so I don't like irises. You know, the the daylily people hate Mm -hmm. me for saying that, but but the, the way they propagate, they just go crazy, and then you got that ugly vegetation everywhere. I I tell you what, go ahead, Casey. I was just going to ask you, which do you prefer gardening? Do you prefer vegetables or flowers? Yeah, that's interesting. I do both. I have a dome uh, like which is like a greenhouse out back, and I like to put in marigolds uh, with my vegetables, which uh, it, it sounds funny. Um, I do like to put in ivy in there. When Jane's dad died a few years ago, we had an ivy sprig, and I put it out there, and it just went crazy. Uh, but I like to put in a small tree uh, also, but I, I would prefer vegetables. I like peppers. I like tomatoes. Those are the Indiana uh, sweethearts, you know. But we have to wait till after Mother's Day to get those into the ground. As far as the cold weather crops, there's a lot of cold weather stuff that we can do. And uh, but I hate kale and I like lettuce, I guess, and uh, onions. 
Denny Smith is our well. Denny Smith is our guest, and I just love how he casually was like, yeah, "I have a dome in my backyard." I know, right? Just drop that in. I just have a dome. Mm. Like I have a yeah, barn in my it. backyard, a small shed. I don't have a backyard. I don't have a, yeah, you, don't have, you don't even have one. <laughs> well, I don't have a dome. <laughs> I live on a small farm, Robbie, and I also have a barn too. But Sullivan always says that that's where I grow my marijuana is out in the dome because it's a because it's a twelve <laughs> right twelve round. But but here's the thing: we train police dogs here on the farm, and they'll go in in there. And they're always checking it out to make sure I don't have anything. Uh-huh. Because when you think of Denny Smith, you think pounds and pounds of illicit drugs. Right. Uh, oh, yeah. Hanging out. Denny Smith is our guest at Home and Garden Show Saturday mornings on WIBC. Okay, so I have two questions about the show, Denny. Number one, right. how awful is it that you got to work with Sullivan every week? <laughs> You know, uh, it really, uh, it's quite an honor. I'm starting my 20th year with Pat, and uh, he is a, a vast wealth of knowledge because he knows what sells. And that's funny. Everybody knows about these exotic stuff. Well, Pat knows what everybody uses. But he is uh, tried and true as far as his use of uh, the what chemical to use, what plants work. But he is a smart ass. I mean, let's yeah. just put it right there on the table. I mean, yeah. and, and I tell you what, he badmouths you, Robbie. Yeah, like it's, you know. It's terrible. He's yeah. jealous of my hair because he doesn't have any. <laughs> <laughs> that's when that's yeah. when our that's when our relationship <laughs> took a turn for the worst. Denny is when I got the We Grow Hair India hair transplant. Oh, I'm so jealous of that. You know, I, I got a little bald spot, but I'm not going to do that. Did, did it hurt? By the way, did it hurt to do that? Uh, after about the first two weeks, it was fine. You got to you got to man up there for the first couple weeks because it is a surgical procedure. But look at my hair now; it's totally worth it. A hundred percent. Well, okay, your hair looks good, but stop <laughs> bragging on yourself, okay? Hey, Denny, I want to ask a, you some real yeah. gardening questions if we can. Oh, okay. yeah, that's why Denny's Go there. Yeah, I mean, this is why you're here. Okay, so is it better for beginners to start with like a seedling or a plant that's already uh, a, a baby plant that's already been grown from the seedling? It depends on where you are intellectually. I like buying tomato plants. <laughs> I'm in the gutter, plants, Denny. I'm lot, in the gutter. No, 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 no. A lot of people like to see the whole process of germination and mm-hmm. see it sprouting up out of the soil. You know, that's really almost a religious experience when people see it for the first time. So I like to do it from starts, okay? They, they're they all ready for you. So if you know you're going to be safe after Mother's Day or the second week of uh, May, then then I would go with the, plant, the plants that you can buy at the hardware store. Mm-hmm. And Everybody, you know, it depends on what type of tomato plants you want, whether you uh, want the determinants or the indeterminate. A determinant means it stops growing at a certain point and just starts putting out fruit. And a lot of people like that type of a tomato plant. It's called a celebrity. There's some others. But the indeterminants, uh, tomatoes are a vine, Casey. Mm -hmm. So when we plant them, if you buy that little tomato plant and it's 12 inches tall, you want to plant that down in the ground eight inches because that all of that uh, vine itself will turn to root. And a lot of people um, don't know that, but you can get a great root structure and your tomatoes will take off pretty, pretty quick. Go ahead, Casey. Which do you think is easier, vegetables or flowers, perennials? I think flowers are easier. Yeah. I, I really think flowers are easier. Yeah, you, first of all, if the boogers get on them, like the pests, you know, oh, whether yeah. you get white fly, aphids, whatever, it's easier to treat and it doesn't break your heart because it hurts the fruit or you're worried about poisoning your wife when you bring in the, the bounty from the garden. <laughs> from the but dome. I, uh, yeah, or from the dome. No, or from the garden, whatever. Mm-hmm. What's interesting is that. Um, and I, I learned this through Master Gardener. There are pr- particular times that it is best to plant. So when you talk about vegetables or you talk about flowers, anything that is above the ground, 
we want to plant by the light of the moon. So when the moon is shining during the day, uh, you know, at night, then during the day, that's called the light or the waxing of the moon. That's when you want to plant your annual flowers and vegetables. If you're going to go below the ground, you know, that, that would mean anything from, oh, turnips or radishes. You want to plant those by the dark of the moon. Oh. And that's an old farmer's almanac thing called mm. gardening by the moon. Okay, Denny Smith, our guest, Home and Garden Show, Saturday mornings. A couple minutes left here with him. I do, uh, you know, you guys get a gajillion questions on a gajillion different topics from plumbing mm-hmm. to electrical work to, to gardening to trees. How often do you just pull something out of your backside and go, let's see how that works out? Uh, not very often because I worry about, especially on electricity, but plumbing, I have lived through every disaster. Uh, I'm a, I'm what they used to call the paper plumber. I used to teach plumbing, but I wasn't out in the field uh, more than three or four years. And so the plumbing trade itself, it is complete, continually evolving. I grew up with copper and galvanized steel, and the plumbers of today are basically using PEX or CPVC, a chlorinated polyvinyl chloride type molecule, or the PEX, which is a cross-linked polyethylene. So my chemistry drags me through it, but I, I rarely pull something out of my backside, Rob, because I'm afraid I'm going to get somebody in trouble. You know, Casey, you ever? Uh, I had lunch with Denny one time. I've had lunch with Denny multiple times now, but the first time I had lunch with Denny, you ever walk out of a meeting going, that person is so smart, is way too smart to be hanging out with yes. me? Yes. And Denny's so nice about his smartness. That's the thing. Like, I, if I were smart as Denny, I would be un. I'm unbearable given the low education that I have, much as if I were actually smarter than every uh-huh. every person in the room. Denny, what you can't see is I just mouthed to Rob. He's so smart. <laughs> oh, gosh. Thanks, Casey. Hey, Denny. You know what's funny? No, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Casey has always been kind enough to come on the show when we invite her. Yeah. We've invited you, Rob, several times, and you don't show up. So I don't want to hear anything about your griping that some politician doesn't show up in your yeah. studio. Well, I don't want to deal with Sullivan. You know? He's very mean to me. <laughs> well, that's that's. That's true. That's true. Uh, before but, I let you, you go, know, I, I, I did. I, I did want to say this, Denny, because I, I mean this seriously. Like, I have, uh, I have been listening to this radio station for, in some capacity, either in my parents' car or of my own free will or whatever, for thirty-five years now. And you and Pat, and now that mm-hmm. Terry's a part of it, mm-hmm. on Saturday mornings, it's like a little piece of my childhood. I get to revisit it, even though I know absolutely nothing about 90% of the stuff you talk about, I still listen because it is such a feel-good, fun radio show, and it's like being able to grab a little piece of your childhood again. I I just love the show, man. That is the nicest of compliments. Uh, I accept that on behalf of everybody there, but we re- we do work really, really hard just not to talk about anything controversial. And, you know, Saturday's a day to relax, and Sunday's a day to go to church, but I don't want to start a fight. Now, every once in a while, Pat will start a fight mm-hmm. uh, just because he enjoys starting a fight, but, um, you know, <laughs> that's, that's the way it is. But Saturday's 9 to 1. Please join us, and if you've got questions, feel Let's free to call us. Denny Smith, you're the best. Thank you, Denny. Thank you. You're listening to Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. And coming up next. When we come back, uh, people have waited the whole show. We're going to tell you what the sex of the baby is Mm -hmm. and the name of the baby. Two for the price of one. All right. It's Kendall and Casey. It's 93 WIBC. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Let's go to Luke and Buck, Texas. 
1051, you're listening to Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. So we started the show with the tease of this. Rob has something to share. And they say, it will change your life. It will soften you. It will help you prioritize what is important. And there's no bigger job in the world than bringing another human to the world and safeguarding them. And these are all things that you're experiencing right now. Yeah, so I want to start off before we talk about the sex of the baby and the name of the baby real quick by just first of all saying how great and amazing God is. And if you don't have him in your life, I strongly encourage you to pursue that because uh, God has done such amazing work in my life the past year. Um, It's unbelievable. And so before we talked about the baby and this baby being one of those blessings, I wanted to put that out for for everyone um, that God is just an absolutely in, in, incredible force. Um, so we are going to have yeah. a girl. Woo! And we are going to uh, name her Olivia Thatcher. Okay. And uh, the name... Uh, my wife chose the first name. Mm-hmm. She said it came to her in a vision. My wife is very good at seeing things. Mm-hmm. And I think it's very appropriate because Olivia comes from the root, you know, the olive tree. Mm-hmm. And the olive tree was, of course, incredibly prominent in the Bible as Jesus prayed in the, the garden at Gethsemane and as he prepared to make the greatest sacrifice in human history. And that's what he was surrounded by as he did that. Um, so I think that's incredibly uh, appropriate and, and just a f- phenomenal name to represent that. And then Thatcher is for Margaret Thatcher. Mm-hmm. Uh, my wife got the first name. Yeah. I got the middle name. Yeah. And I wanted, and I write about this a lot in the journal that I'm writing to my daughter, I want her, I wanted something to be with her that whatever she did, wherever she went, whatever she encountered, to always understand and respect two things. One was to always serve a cause bigger than herself and to always do the bold and right thing, even if it was not easy. And Margaret Thatcher, if you think of great women leaders in history, certainly in the modern era, Margaret Thatcher's willingness to boldly stand primarily with Ronald Reagan and Pope John Paul and doing the incredibly difficult and heavy lifting that it took to take down the Soviet Union and destroy communism in Eastern Europe uh, was an incredible feat. And then when you couple it with the domestic stands that she took to write the United Kingdom at a very dark and bleak time in the United Kingdom's history, she was she was hated by many people. Mm -hmm. They weren't the people who voted for her. And those people were very loud, but she did the things, especially as it related to inflation, Mm -hmm. that really set the United Kingdom back on a very positive course for years to come. So uh, that's the dealio. And um, 21 weeks, we waited. I waited to talk about this because 
Casey, you've been through having a child. Sometimes mm-hmm. in the ultrasound, they don't cooperate. Mm-hmm. And my child refused to flip over the first time we had an ultrasound. So they said there's still some things that we mm-hmm. want to see before we say, hey, everything's great. Right. And we went yesterday and the child finally <laughs> flipped over and they could see those things and they said it was good. And so we decided to wait until then to make the announcement. Yeah. You sent you sent me a picture of the ultrasound and she already has a perky little nose. Uh, she looks like her mother, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Because we don't want her looking anything like me. Good for everyone. So I just want to say uh, to everybody who I know has cared and loved and a lot of people have prayed, thank you for that. Thank you to you and Kev. I know you guys have known for quite a while, Hammer and Nigel as well. Um, God's awesome, man. And if you have not done it yet, please consider putting him in your life. He won't bite, I promise. We're so happy for you. Thank you. And G as well. Thank you for listening today. Thanks, Rob. Thank you, Kevin. Good job. And we're going to count on you to be back here tomorrow. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Out in Luke and Bob, Texas, there ain't nobody feeling no pain.